We are back. I'm back with my mom and sister. We are here in Houston recording another episode of House of Hope. Y'all glad to be here We're today? We're glad to be here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be with my girls. <laughs> Your favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell the others that, please. <laughs> hey, today in this episode, I wanted to talk about vision. You know, it's important to get a vision for your life, no matter what age you are, um, no matter where you are in life right now, you know, just the importance of having a vision. And you may be watching today and you think, you know, I got so much stuff going on in my life. I don't even have a vision to get through the day. <laughs> so we want to talk to you about getting a vision for your life and going for that vision. And I want to start by reading something that my mom does every single year. I think just about every single year, she sends a text to all of us, brothers and sisters, and tells us exactly what she's expecting for the year. And you just did this the other day, but I found one from a few years ago. So I, I want to read this to you so you can kind of see what we're talking about. And I want you to listen to how specific this is. It says, I trust you and your families will be blessed, especially this year. I pray that your children will be blessed and excel in all they undertake to do, that we will all be healthy and well, and that God will protect us and watch over us in all we do. I pray that we'll be I pray there will be no accidents or harm and that we will use wisdom in our everyday lives. I pray that our churches will be blessed and that hurting, unloved, sinful people will come in the doors and feel love and give their hearts to Jesus. I pray that drug addicts, former prisoners, and prostitutes will come and feel love and forgiveness. I pray that the anointing of God will be upon our lives, that we will be quick to forgive and forget and not hold grudges. I pray that every one of us will be a good parent and that our children will feel secure in their homes and that they will have good memories of their childhood and lives. And I pray above all that people will love us and respect us and that we will be like Jesus with a magnificent reputation. I love you all. Mama. That's good. I know. That's so that's good. Really I, cool. I, I love year was it. That? Do you remember? I, I'm not sure the year of that, but I love it because Mama had a vision for our family and not one of us that read it wasn't absolutely clear on what she was believing God for. She right. was believing for health, good memories for our kids, no accidents. She was specific. She was clear. And it reminds me of the scripture in Habakkuk, write the vision down, make yeah. it plain, mm -hmm. make it clear so that when you run by it, you can read it. And um, so I want to encourage you to get a vision for your family, get a vision for your home, get a vision for your kids, whatever it might be, because vision is important, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Yes, it's so important. And I think one of the practical ways that helps me, uh, you know, write down my vision, understand what it is and work for it, mm -hmm. is to simply sit down and think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was raising kids, sometimes it was just, what do I need to do today to yeah. get through the day to help the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I think writing things down, the Bible says, write the vision down, yeah. writing my notes. What am I going to do today? Mm -hmm. That's my vision for the, for day. the day. Those are the things I need to get done. That's but good. on a greater scale, you know, as I was raising my kids, what else do you want to do? What has mm -hmm. God put in your heart? Well, it was writing a book mm -hmm. and uh, it was speaking and it was just other things. And so I would always write those things down. I would keep them in front of me yeah. and I would pray over them and I'd say, God, you know, I know you put in my heart to write a book yeah. and, you know, I'm ready when you are. I I've got my manuscripts together. I got mm -hmm. notes together. And so 
I just work toward it mm-hmm. anytime I can, you know, and it doesn't take a huge chunk of time, yeah. you know, just little pockets of time working mm-hmm. toward what um, you have written down because when you write it down, yeah. you remember it right. and you're walking toward that. Right. And so yeah. I, think, I think writing things down is so important. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. And yeah. so you got to remember that. Yeah. And I like what you said you know, you may not have a vision for tomorrow. You may not have a vision for the next five years. Sometimes that's overwhelming to yes. people. Have a vision for the next few hours. That's <laughs> have right. a vision for the, this day. I mean, the important thing is you know where you want to go and, and you focus on it and then you work towards it. Because just having a vision is just having a vision. You've got to have faith and you've got to work towards yeah. the vision. That's yeah, good. and if you have no vision, then you don't end up anything yeah. in particular. You'll 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 end up anywhere. But if you know I'm I'm going toward this vision, you know where you're going to end up. Somebody hmm. said, I wish I always wanted to be somebody. I wish I would have been more specific. Oh, yeah. that's so, good. That's good. You got to be specific. And mm-hmm. you know, I think about all the homeless people we see. I know a lot of them. And, and you hear sometimes they are professional people that just went off the wrong way. Don't you know that they wish they would have made a, a vision yeah. or had a vision for mm-hmm. themselves and were not what they were doing then? But I understand some of them, they have gone on back and gone even to college mm-hmm. and made yeah. something of themselves. So you can do all things through Jesus. He will help you no, no matter what. If you have a vision to do something, you just do it. You say, Jesus, I can't do it on my own. And none of us can. So just ask Jesus to help you, and you'll be surprised at how things will just begin to fall into place. And you had a vision when you were little in 1905. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks a lot. What makes you 85 now? You had a vision to be a nurse. I did. So mm-hmm. tell us your vision. What you Well, had. I had a vision when I was, I can remember when I was about eight or years old, somebody asked me, what are you going to do, Miss Doty? No, no, they didn't call me Miss Doty then. <laughs> what are you going to do, uh, D- Dolores, uh, when you get older and get, you know, out of high school and all? I said, well, you know what? I've always wanted to be a nurse. I've always wanted to follow medicine. And I think I'm going to just uh, be a nurse and never get married, never have any children. Is that Boy. because you had polio? You wanted to be a nurse? Um, and that little leg keeps hitting that table, and I'm going to get it to stop. Oh. <laughs> little leg you just keep on hitting that table if you want to uh no i don't maybe because i'd had polio i don't know why but anyway um i did become a nurse and uh just about two months after i took the state board or just a week actually but after i took the state board i married daddy so (laughs) but then somebody asked me later on when i hadn't even met john osteen except as my pastor they said, what do you want to do when you get older? And I said, well, I'm going to become a nurse, and I'm going to get married, and I'm going to have four or five children. And I thought, me having four or five children? My goodness, <laughs> I, I'm an only child. But you know what? I did that, and Jesus helped me. They loved me, and I it, it meant something to them that I had polio, and I didn't walk like other people, but yet I wanted to be a nurse. And I became a good nurse, but I never worked one day. <laughs> As, you as, as a mom. nurse, yeah, you worked yeah. with us because <laughs> yes, and I loved it. And but, so you had a vision, you kind of had it, and it got tweaked along the way. But it did. It was good. And then uh, when John asked, when your daddy asked me to marry him, I said, "But sweetheart, I I love you, but I don't do anything that a pastor's wife should do. I don't sing. I don't play <laughs> piano. I don't speak." 
And uh, he said, I'm not asking you to do all that. I'm just asking to love me. So that just kind of set me free. So I decided I would just make the people feel loved Mm -hmm. and remember their names. So so that's what I tried to do through the years. I never did anything real big and specific. But (laughs) But she can remember your name and your address from 20, 30 years ago. That's for sure. Yeah, and you've written a book that compassion for the healing as a nurse, you know, for to help people has continued through you. And after God healed you oh. of cancer of the liver, now you have this passion to pray for the sick. Mm-hmm. You pray for the sick all the time. You wrote a book called Healed of Cancer that has gone all over the world. It's mm-hmm. a, a Christian bestseller. Yeah. And so, you know, all along the way, God was directing your steps and bringing you to your purpose. Yes, He was. And maybe if I hadn't had cancer, who knows? I wouldn't have been praying for sick people. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But anyway, it's unusual because just this past week, I got a letter from a, a lady that lives over here in a certain area of Houston. And she said, I went to junior high school with you. And I remembered exactly where she lived down the street from the church. And she said, I have some kind of disease called with cancer, you know, some kind of disease. And she said, a lady came to my house and prayed for me and told me about you. And she said, I went to school with her. And she said, I had tears in her eyes when she prayed yeah, for me. So, so that affected that lady. That's so, good. yes, I'm just thankful for anything I can do. Just That's good. These hands were made to lay on sick people. And at 78 years old, Mama had a vision to have a drive through healing service mm-hmm. where she got out in front of the compact center and she prayed for people that didn't get out of their cars. She got in their cars and prayed for them. I did. So that was, she's, she still had a vision at 78. Now yeah. she's 88. Who knows what she's dreaming and of And I now. just got a, a letter while ago, an email that y'all haven't even seen. I haven't told you about it from somebody that's been coming for years. And a lady called me mommy, and I love her, and I love her husband so much. And she said, I've been coming to the church for so many years now, and where would we have been if it hadn't been for you and the Osteen family? And she said, and she loves to hear Lisa preach. And I'm telling you, things like that just make me so thrilled that that we went on. We could have given up the church, you know, when several things happened to us that we could have given it up. Mm-hmm. But Daddy well, you had a strong. vision to be a nurse, and look what all you're doing now, praying for people. We were at Macy's yesterday. People stopped her to pray for them. And so, and a lady from Sudan, that's what was so yeah. beautiful. That's right. She so, said, I've been coming to the church since my children were little. So it's important to have the vision, and God may tweak it along the way, but get that vision in your heart. That's right. Yeah, and I, I think about just something simple. You know, I meet people that they never go on vacations mm-hmm. as a family, and they, they think I'll never be able to afford yeah. that. And I just, that that's something that I just encourage you to do. Start just putting mm-hmm. aside money. Say, I'm going to yeah. take my kids to Disney World or just to wherever you want to go and start putting money on the side. When you keep it in the forefront of your mind, you'll start working toward it. Mm-hmm. You'll start saving money. And, and before you know it, you'll have the money to go on a vacation. That's putting a vision before you. And I, I think it's so important, even if you need a car, if you need a home. Yeah. You know, the thing about God is He's not limited to your circumstances. He's mm-hmm. not limited to Amen. your income. Yes. And when you get a vision and you know... It's from God. Of course, God wants you to have a a home. He wants you to have Mm -hmm. a car. He wants you to be able to go on vacation. And and so when you get that vision and start working on it, then God will come and with the supernatural and give you great favor so that you can do the things that you're dreaming about. That's good. And one thing uh, also is when you write it down, like on my phone and my Pinterest, I have a locked account and I have my dream board. 
And every single morning I look at it, I pray over it, and then I work towards it. So it's it's important. Not everybody has to know your vision. Not everybody has to know what you believe in God's right. for. It's important sometimes to keep your mouth quiet and mm-hmm. just trust God and know what you're believing for, not let anybody talk you out of your faith, your dreams, where you are or where you're going. So I would encourage you somehow to to either write it down, put it somewhere where only you can see it, put it on your phone or um, however yeah. you want to do it, but keep it in front of you and look at it every single day. That's but again, looking at it doesn't make it come to pass. Mm-hmm. Working towards it after you're looking at it every single day, yeah. that makes the difference. Yeah, that's true. true. And even get, oh, sorry, mom. Were you no, that's right. Even getting scriptures mm-hmm. to go with your vision. Yeah. You know, what does right. the Bible say? about you, uh, the vision that you have. What does the Bible say about your finances? Whatever it is, just add those scriptures and begin to declare, you know, those scriptures over your life. I will see this come yes, to pass. Amen. And uh, I believe that God is helping me. Well, and Mama did that when she was sick, got pictures of herself right. when she was well, when she was healed. I, I remember specifically the one on a horse in Montana with a pink cowboy hat. And she had to get that vision of what it felt like when she was healthy and strong. She put that before, right, Mama? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you would see it. She, it's, And then she got ahead to get her words working for her and not against her. Amen. So all this works together, your vision, mm-hmm. uh, your words, the atmosphere, the tone that you set in your home. That's right. And do you know that just the other day on July 4th, when I woke up that morning, I was praying for all the children and other people, and it came to my heart just... This is Declaration Day, Independence mm-hmm. Day. Why do I have these symptoms when I, after I'd had polio when I was just a, a baby? And then I broke my hip last year. And I, I had these symptoms, you know, of pain. But you were saying on July 4th, you thought it was Declaration Day. And I thought that was good. And she sent us all an email and, yeah. and yeah. declared some things over our but family. I did it for myself first. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, man, that'd be good for my children, too. Yeah. This so, is, if you don't speak life over your life, who will? If you don't speak health and healing and blessing over your life and your family, who will? You know, somebody's not going to come save you. You gotta, you gotta do what you can do, right? That's yeah. True. And when you say, I'm just back on that vacation thing. Yeah. Uh, when you say, I'll never be able to go on vacation. That's your vision. Yeah. That's to what's going to go happen. Yeah. I'll never be healed. Well, that's your vision. Yeah. But when you start, you know, uh, understanding what the Word of God yes. says about you, you start saying, I am healed by the stripes of Amen. Jesus. God is helping yeah. me through this. It may not be an instant miracle, but God is working in that's my life. True. And so you have to, you just have to realize that your words are so Mm -hmm. important. And many times we're speaking a vision and we don't even realize it. And Lisa had to speak that she was the happy mother of children. That's right. Uh, When Kevin and I got married uh, for seven years, we couldn't have children. But uh, And I tried everything I could, but I knew what the, the Bible says, that God blesses the barren woman mm-hmm. and he makes her a happy mother of children. And so uh, I would just go around my house saying, thank God that I am a happy mother mm-hmm. of children. I see myself with children. I see my home full of children. And it looked crazy. It sounded crazy. But I knew what the Word of God said. Amen. And God blessed us with three amazing children. And uh, I ju- it just made a difference to focus on what God said rather than what the doctor said, the impossibilities of my own body. And yet God just provided this other opportunity. He didn't do it in the way I thought. Mm-hmm. We adopted all of our children. But I didn't really care because God blessed me with children, Mm -hmm. three children. Because she had a vision. 
Don't allow what you currently see to cause you to forget what God has already said. So she That's had right. to she had to stand on the promises. Yes, uh, she did. You know of what God said because I'm sure it was easy to get discouraged. Was yes, it? it was. And, oh, it uh, was. You know, during she that cried. time, during, yeah, and during that time, you know, other people in the family were having babies, other friends were having babies. But you know what I did? I just decided I'm going to seed into them. I'm going to babysit my nieces and nephews, and I'm going to uh, just enjoy them and celebrate them. Amen. And I'm, I'm not going to get bitter because I know my time is coming. That's, That's good. good. And I think sometimes we give you the finished product. We don't. You don't realize that we we had to fight it. That's she right. had to fight discouragement. We've all had to fight discouragement. She had to fight through her healing of cancer. I've had to fight through things. We're giving you the good report. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a lot of fighting. It was a lot of going through stuff. It was a lot of, you know, you know, just believing God in the midst of impossible circumstances. So we want to encourage you with that. It, it, it sounds like, wow, we just get, sometimes people say, y'all no. get your miracles right away. No, that's yeah. not the case. <laughs> We're here to give you hope that... Yeah. Through fighting, fighting the good fight yeah. of faith and keeping on going. You know, That's right. the scripture says um, you will reap a harvest of blessing if you do not give up. Yeah. Yes. That's right. So um, That's it's important easy just to, to keep sometime. going. Yeah. yeah. And, and too, a lot of people don't know about Lisa being healed at birth. Lisa mm-hmm. had a birth injury. That's so important to me because Daddy and I stood on the Word of God with Paul. Right. He was the only one there. The doctor said she may never walk or talk because she had. The cord was wrapped around her neck, and she was just a limp little baby girl. I carried around her, her around on a pillow. And do you know what? That's when we had first come into healing. We didn't know anything about healing. Our denomination didn't. But your father mm-hmm. said, Jesus, I know you do more than just what our denomination thinks. And he's, he... Uh, Went to a hotel, remember that? Mm-hmm. No, and he stayed in the hotel. I wasn't there, but I've heard the story. Yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you, that's a great miracle because the pediatrician told me she may never walk or talk. And now she's one of the greatest preachers. And they had to get that vision of her yeah. being yes. healed. And that was new to them. They didn't yeah. know. No, we they, didn't know. They didn't know about healing. I don't know if you get that, but they didn't know that, that she could be healed. People perish because of lack of knowledge. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that's a great story to me. I don't want Jesus to ever think I forgot that. Yeah. And so I thought the other day, well, I'm just going to start saying, well, Jesus, thank you for healing Lisa in July. Mm-hmm. She has her birthday in July. And she asked me to tell her, not tell what year anymore. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's not it allowed. Was it's 19, not allowed on We forget the year. <laughs> it's 1935. Yeah, yeah. Really. Don't I look it? <laughs> no, you don't. Anyway, I think uh, today we just want to encourage you to, to don't lose hope. You know, yes. hope hope is simply Jesus. Hope has a name, and it's Jesus. Yes. And to keep your hope in Him, your faith in Him. Um, my encouragement, and I'll ask y'all to give it as well, is just don't let the naysayers talk you out of what you believe oh, in God for. that's the truth. I think that's so important. Just, you know, keep your focus forward. Keep keep your eyes, you know, from going to the left or right. It doesn't matter what people say. It matters what God says. That's yeah, right. that's good. And especially if you're fighting a disease, don't let them say, well, somebody died with the same disease that you have. I mean, just keep on believing God for faith, for yeah. faith, which he gives us. It has to be God to give us faith. Keep on believing God for the, mm-hmm. a miracle, for the answer. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. good. that's good. And I, I think what you said, April, that it's it doesn't always happen overnight. That's and right. God does instantaneous miracles, but oh. it was seven years for Kevin and I before oh, yeah. we adopted our children. 
But uh, during that time, we had to have faith and patience. Yeah. And it was easy oh, to good. want to give up, mm-hmm. but you just have to keep trusting God mm-hmm. in the meantime. I, I just wrote a book called, and I'll give a, a shameless plug, but <laughs> it's so good because it is called it's on the way yeah it's on and the that's way. the it's that's great. the mentality i had to have when i was going through that god it's on the way the dream the prayer the children they are on the, on way. the way so don't forget that yeah, when you feel like giving up it's on the way on that's the way. great we'll put a link in the notes so I you wish can you get had that time right to tell about how one of the little twins was not breathing well or something yeah you don't have time for that you can tell it. Okay, no, she can tell it. Well, it, when the twins were in <coughs> their little incubators in uh, the hospital, uh, they would cry. Uh, no, one of them, one Catherine, of them. was peaceful. Caroline, Caroline yeah, she would cry and cry. And so the nurse <clears throat> told me that it really was against hospital policy for them to be together. But she knew that they were twins Mm -hmm. and that uh, she was missing her sister. And so she put Caroline in with Catherine. And they ended up somehow locking arms, like Caroline's arm was locked in in Catherine's arm like that. And she said, the nurse said she never cried again. Uh, is that she amazing? She wanted to be with her sister. <laughs> and, you know, you can just think about Jesus. Just be attached to him like this. That's right. You're lock in, hands with He's God. in your heart. Just lock hands with them, yes. with him. And I'm telling you, it'll come to pass. He God never lets faithful. go. That's God right. never lets go. Better together, and I think we'll close out today by just praying over you, because if you don't have anybody else <laughs> to agree with you in prayer, you got us to agree with you. So, uh, Mama, why don't you say a prayer for those who ha- um, maybe maybe they've lost a little bit of hope today, and then maybe, Lisa, you can close it out by um, praying for our vision. Father, I pray that anybody that's lost hope will regain it this day when they see this podcast. Oh, dear Jesus, help them to know, Father, that sometimes people will fail you, but Jesus, you never will. And help them to never unlock their hands with you, Jesus. You said that be not dismayed because you're holding us by our right hand. So Jesus, I'm just saying, and my girls are saying, and I want you to say, I'm holding on to you, Jesus. Don't let me go. And you know he never will. So Father, help them, Jesus, that they won't ever give up, but they'll keep on hoping on in faith, and you will do what they need. Jesus name. Yes, and Father, as we hear that clock, <laughs> it reminds us that your timing is impeccable yes and that we have to wait on your timing yes and just because that we haven't seen our desires or our dreams come to pass doesn't mean it's not going to come that's to pass. The truth. yes and i just pray that you would stir up the vision and uh, our friends hearts father yes, Jesus. that they will not give up on the things that Never. you have placed in them i thank you father that you would just begin to show them new things and show them the pathway, what they can do, Father. Give them ideas, Amen, Father. Lord Jesus. And I just thank you that they will see the vision come to pass. And, Father, they will begin to dream bigger and bigger. Amen. Because you are a big you, God Jesus, are big. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And the oh, word in Spanish for, not, for uh, what was it you said? Uh, uh, never, never, never. Nuka. And the Spanish version of House of Hope. No, no. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed That's today. The only word I know. We hope you. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying here. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed today. And just remember, just because it seems God is silent, doesn't mean He's not moving. Yes. And there's always hope. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Amen.